What Are You Made Of? It's Mike C-Rock. Welcome to What Are You Made Of? Every episode of this podcast is centered around building ourselves and the people in our lives to reach our full potential. I hope that the experiences and stories of success from these conversations can give you rocket fuel to reach new heights and help you answer the question, What Are You Made Of? What Are You Made Of? I want to remind you that the Rocket Fuel book is available at MikeCRock.com forward slash book. That's MikeCROC.com forward slash book. Go get yourself a copy. And subscribe to the What Are You Made Of podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform. If you like watching these, it's available on YouTube at my channel, Mike C-Rock Scirocco. Now, enjoy the show. Welcome back to another episode of What Are You Made Of with your boy, the unstoppable Mike C-Rock. I'm in the house today with Carrie Ford. And before I get into introducing her, I want to thank the guests. I mean, I'm sorry. Thank the audience for showing up today. Thank you for listening or watching on YouTube. I just appreciate everything that you guys have done for me, the following, the support. I can't do it without you. And I want to impact you. And I want my guests to impact you. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. And if you haven't gotten a copy of the book, Rocket Fuel, it is out now on Amazon. It is a bestseller. This is the first actually episode that I've had the book where I can actually show it. So go check it out. The forward's written by Grant Cardone, star of Under, uh, Undercover Billionaire on Discovery Channel. So go check that out and become unstoppable, just like me. All right, Carrie Ford today is the CEO and founder of Elevate with Carrie, an elite transformational coaching movement and luxury brand. She is an international motivational speaker, author, event host, and leading global authority on whole body wellness. And she has spoken alongside top industry experts, neuroscientists, and doctors. She's trained celebrities. She's hung out with some cool people, and now she gets to hang out with your boy, C-Rock. Carrie, welcome to the show. Hey, how are you? Thanks for having me. So, you know, um, I'm sure you've done plenty of podcasts, but mine is a little bit different because I always start off by going right into what makes, you know, what ingredients have gone into making you. So the question we always start with is, what are you made of? Yeah, I'm all heart. I'm all heart. My my friend Jeff Goins, uh, a New York Times bestselling author, he says, the book you write is the book you can't not write. And so in some ways, I feel I've chosen this, this path on, on a soul level. And at the same time, I had no choice, right? Like it was inevitable I would arrive here and, and, and into whatever next step I expand into. And so uh, if I just tune into myself and follow that, almost with blind faith, but this really deep inner knowing, that's what gets to be my compass. And it leads me to my purpose and my why, which is just serving other people. So oh, man, I love all that. Heart. All heart. Okay. I think you're the first person that said that. So I love that one. And we've done hundreds of episodes already. So yeah. this is uh that's a great answer. And let me get into that for a second. So when yeah. you help people, the stuff that you're helping them with, is it stuff that you struggled with or still struggle with this to, the, to this day? And you did a lot of research on it to help yourself. And now you want to share that and be an evangelist towards that stuff. Is that how it worked? Absolutely. I 1000% coach a previous version of myself. Uh, the classic overachiever, the recovering perfectionist, uh, the super performer, like I'm really good at doing whatever I put my energy into. And yet it never feels like it's good enough. And so coming from that place, like you can only imagine the inner talk track of someone that exists in their own mind and that inner judgment and inner critic around food in their body. So I love helping already successful women that feel like they've got business figured out, but that they've been struggling with the body or maybe it misaligns. Uh, they feel like, you know, I'm so successful and yet I don't feel like the outside matches the inside uh, and how I envision my like, you know, what I'll say, my boss bitch self to be. So uh, I love helping them kind of clean their power with that. And absolutely, it's a, it's a version of myself. Uh, 
struggling through an eating disorder, divorce, all the things. I love that. Well, we'll dig into some of those in a yeah. second, but let me, let me go back a little ways and you can go back as far back as crawling and diapers, however far back you want to go, but tell us what's going into making Carrie. Oh man. You know, I think it's interesting and no coincidence that my birthday is July 4th. I literally used to think the fireworks for, were for me. And my mom told me at one point they weren't. And I've come full circle back to arriving at like, no, they actually are. And the nickname of mine is uh, Firecracker Ford because I'm a pistol. I know what I want. I know how to help people. I listen to what they're not saying. Um, and I've always been a really creative old soul, um, you know, very expressionistic. And uh, I feel like that is what makes me such a good thought leader in this space, especially when I guide women through the principles of intuition. So yeah, I mean, that's me in a nutshell, kind of a, a juxtaposition, if you will, right? Like yeah. biology geek meets college cheerleader. That's me. And so growing up, did were there a lot of kids in the family or? One one sister. She's three years younger than me. Uh, I'm certainly the black sheep, though. They're like, Carrie, why can't you do things the easy way and just do the nine to five? And I'm like, that's I tried multiple times. Uh, and it's just not for me. And I know oftentimes it was misunderstood, this journey and this path. But again, I go back to what Jeff says, you know, it's like the book you can't not write. It's the path you can't not walk. Like it's inevitable. And this was like, I really feel imprinted in my being from a very young age to just think differently and search out solutions that maybe didn't exist. Do you yeah. think, you know, in a way that people have never heard of? Yeah. You know, uh, I, I think the nine to five is harder. <laughs> I do I'm too. Not, I'm not into that, man. I just, uh, I've done it before, you know, actually when I did the 95, nine to five, I still worked more hours. So I just, that, that wasn't enough, you know, but, but anyway, um, so take us back. like, so when you're growing up in your teenage years and all that, like, did you have a dream of what you wanted to be when you're little? Like, what was your dream? And, and did it turn out to where you are now? Like, could you imagine where you were now? I would have never imagined I am where I am now because I mean, let's be real. Instagram didn't exist. My company is run completely on social media platforms now. So I have a I have a company and a business based on things that didn't even exist back then. Uh, but at the same time, I was always very um, analytical and I loved science and I loved art, you know, create being creative. Like I did musical theater. I did gymnastics. I was like, give me all the AP lab classes for bio. Like I want to get in there. So it was an interesting thing to navigate, though, because I didn't really feel like I fit in with like individual stereotypes. It was this weird blend. So the answer is no, I, I did not end up where I thought I would. And yet I think in some way I knew I would end up doing things my own in my own path. I went to school actually for, for art direction. So I worked in advertising first before all of this. Uh, and I, I had my plan and that's what I struggled with the most because I had my plan. This wasn't in my plan, you know, and the way that I thought it was going to be. So it's interesting to kind of look back on that. And how did you make the transition to what you're doing now from what you were doing? And did you just cold turkey it or did you blend into it? Like how how did that work? I did a little flip flopping, a little bit of a little dance back and forth between the marketing and art direction world where I was uh, actually creative director and marketing director at a, a luxury real estate firm for a little bit. I've worked on brands like Coca-Cola, Skechers, in-house. Um, I've helped build brands from the ground up. And uh, this, the last consulting gig that I had, I was like, you know what? I'm done. I'm done with this. I'm getting all the signs. Uh, the rug is literally being pulled out from underneath me. And I was like, this is not what I'm called to do. And I'm, I'm just done. I'm closing the back door on all this flip-flopping. 
and I'm going all in. And so I did go cold turkey this last, uh, the last time I left a consulting job and I was just like, that's it. Here we go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's good because I you know a lot of listeners wonder how to do that when they have their mission, but they're, it's just, they're not in alignment and there's a conflict. And of course, when you're going through that, you don't feel right. I mean, you feel maybe anxiety. You might be going through depression. You might be going through eating disorder. You know, you might have all the, you know, relationship issues because you're not in alignment with your mission, what your purpose yeah. is on this planet. Um, and you know, I, I really feel that I'm put on this planet. All of us are, but with un unlimited spiritual potential, yep. uh, intellectual potential. And it's up to us to really go find that. And we do have this cycle of self-sabotage. So can you talk about yeah. instances where you were dealing with self-sabotage and then how did you correct it? And then what do you coach on that topic? Self-sabotage is so interesting because this is actually a place that it's in dissonance within ourselves, right? Because we see our potential. We see what we want to look like, achieve, be, have, whatever. And yet we sabotage even when we start getting results. And the, and what we come back to is like, well, why do I do that? I must be the, the problem. I must be the broken one. I need a new coach. I need a new strategy. I need a new program, another diet, something stricter because I'm weak. And it's like, actually, that's not the issue. The issue is you are trying to expand and approach a growth edge in a place that you've never been before. And so the ego's role in that is to protect you. So self sabotage is actually self protection from a place that you haven't been before because it's it's scary to let go of the identity that you thought you were and step into an identity that you have not fully claimed yet. And so personal development, mindset, subconscious reprogramming are all ways that I work with clients. And I strongly recommend if you don't have a guide to, to get you there to explore that because you're always getting exactly what you want. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. And, and exactly what you pay attention to and sure. feed and give energy to, you know, um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, the thing is, is that if you, it's so important and what I want you to talk about the mission too, like your, your mission, mine is all people are unstoppable to live in the life of their dreams. Mm. What I do is I'm not a rocket scientist. I talk about rocket fuel, but not science. Yeah. Um, I like to make things simple. It's an either or. So I have my mission, all people unstoppable to live in the life of their dreams. And then I go towards that instead of away from it. There's no in between. It's just go. Does this decision, does this action, does this word coming out of my mouth go towards that? Is my environment or the people around me going towards that or is it away from it? And I just make the decision based on that. Yeah. And it makes things simple. It, for you, is it that simple? Is that what you teach on? Um, I, it's very similar. And, and the framework I use for that is, am I making a decision based on what I'm seeing currently in my reality with my eyes? Or am I making a decision based on what is yet to be possible in the direction I know I'm called to step into? So same, same as you, but that's just my framework and how I'm like, okay, what is yet to be possible? What do I have yet to experience? Or am I limiting myself based on what, I, what I'm seeing currently? Because that's all going to change. Right, right, right. Now talk to me about uh, how you got to where you are today and how you, how it, you know, what were the, the phases and steps that you did to get to where you are, but also how important were relationships and connections? Mm, oh gosh, this is such a, an amazing question. Thank you. There's, there's <laughs> currency in relationships that is everything, right? From referrals. I've had clients that have been with me for eight, nine years. They've referred out their sisters, their people that they love the most in their life, which is like the biggest compliment. So that not only like that, but the up leveling your network, being part of a group, uh, a mastermind or an inner circle where their normal is what book are you writing? Right. What TV show are you on? What podcast are you, you know, on? what are you launching? What product line are you bringing into the world? 
that gets to be your normal if that is the dream on your heart. Otherwise, the circle you're around and surrounding yourself with, like, what are you doing? Right. So like, that's everything. Um, What else about relationships? I mean, for me, a big catalyst for my pivot and growth was my divorce, actually. Like incomplete breakdown was my massive breakthrough. Like what a gift. Truly. I mean, through the pain, it caused me to reevaluate everything in my life, the ways in which I was, why I did the things I did, where they came from. And I was like, what do I want to take with me? And what has never been mine? Like down to belief systems, down to the check boxes that we all go through, you know, unconsciously checking off. And I'm like, what do I want to create? So that was really the catalyst for me. And I, I actually invested more money last year in my personal development than I did in paying myself in my salary. That's how much I value my personal development and my growth, because that's a commitment to my own inner healing and what I know is possible to help others. And I can only expand and help others more from that place because of the ripple effect. Now, when people go through relationships ending and divorce and all that, and I grew up in a broken home, I don't even remember my parents together. And there was so much conflict. You know, I tell the story in the book and all that. And, you know, when parents act like children instead of adults, when they're going through things and the ego and pride gets in the way, it pours down on the kids. And, you know, after like doing an assessment on what you went through, have you gotten to the place where you felt like you could take 100% responsibility, even though somebody from the outside may not like see that, you know, you know, there may be things the other person did, but that was not something you controlled. It was, what did you have to do with it? And what, what did you assess from all that? Mm, That's a great perspective. I think oftentimes people are so quick to point the finger like he did this or they did that. And here's why and all the circumstances. Again, this was I think I was meant to walk this path because it was a catalyst to like my spiritual awakening to my relationship with God. Uh, I was I remember during all this, I was like, I know why people pray on their knees now because this has brought me to them. And I thought this is that for me. Um, And so while it was a painful experience, I do think that was what was used in my life to seek God deeper and to tap into my life purpose and the way I was created to serve. So that's my very deep answer for that. I wanted to take a quick break here to remind you that my book, Rocket Fuel, is available for sale now at MikeCRock.com forward slash book. That's MikeCROC.com forward slash book. Go get a copy and share it with your friends and family. It will change lives, guys. I will not let you down. Now back to the show. But uh, what I did in the relationship, I think that... I and by the way, not I, to cut you off, not to cut you sure. off, but not necessarily something that you did. It could be that or what you didn't do or could do better that you've learned sure. in future relationships. And then for people that are listening that are in current relationships that maybe, yeah. you know, not not they might be struggling. They may not be. It's not awesome. Like my relationship, I feel is awesome. I've been married almost 18 years now. But it's, it, it goes like this because I got to keep attention to it, you know? But, but Oh, yeah. I think we got comfortable not pursuing each other. And everything took precedence over us, right? Because we start to take on more responsibilities when we check off the boxes in what most people do, which is like, okay, get engaged, get a dog, get a house, have the 2.5 kids, and then the job and you're in the thick of like pursuing all of these career goals. And so... The priorities became, you know, kids, house, dog, job, us. We were last. It has to be completely flipped. It has to be you guys first. 
because from there, that's where you fill your cup and then you're able to pour into your kids and then your life purpose. It can't be the other way around and you can't stop dating each other or pursuing, you know, those conversations and that, that presence is a requirement to, I mean, I think fully connect and be, be intimate in, again, in sexually connection wise, like all of those things. And we lost that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, you know, I, I've studied this stuff and I see what I'm doing well and do things I need to work on. And my wife and I communicate very well. So it's, it's a good thing. And, uh, but we've worked, you know what I mean? And I'm, I'm, I'm going to give it a word to you. I don't know if you know it because I just learned this word <laughs> inexorable. I'm inexorable, which means unyielding, unable to be stopped. <laughs> so when I want something or if something's important to me, and I think this is for everyone. I think people just don't realize it and they're not aware of it. But when you're really committed to something, which I get committed really, really good to things when I want it, um, you're unable to be stopped. And so what yep. I do is when we have things going on, I'm focusing on correcting what I need to correct, taking 100% responsibility, not blaming the other person at all because I can't control that person. Now, you can communicate things that you would want. Like, I want more of this from you. I want less of this from you. But it's not you did this. You didn't do that. And then how can I control it? And, and by the way, so when you give up control or responsibility, you give up control. Yeah. So most people want to be in control. So take responsibility and you take control. So I love that. I mean, that's phenomenal. Now, I was climbing a mountain in uh, Scottsdale. It probably was just a hill, but I, it felt like a mountain. <laughs> now, I, I really think it was a mountain. But anyway, I think it's called Camelback or something. But <laughs> this weekend, and we didn't know how much time we really uh, had to dedicate. Well, we knew how much time we had to dedicate it. We didn't know how much time it was going to take to get up and then back down. And we're going up the mountain. And before you even go up the mountain, you get this great view of Scottsdale already at the bottom. And I, I, I want to go over this because it relates to the transformation that you take women through. Yeah. And we went up a quarter way up the mountain and we were like, oh my God, look at this view. This is like phenomenal. It's way better than down there. It's just like, and if we stopped there, that's all we would have known. Then yeah. we went up halfway, three quarters. And it was like, whoa, every time. Like, then we got to the top. Now we were going to stop three quarters of the way up because we we're running out of time. And I had no idea how much further we had to go. And uh, the guy next to us, it was a stranger that was, they were climbing too. And they were, it was pretty treacherous too, by the way. He's like, uh, you got to keep going, dude. You're only 25 minutes from the top and you came this far and you, the view up there is just phenomenal. And sometimes we like a lot of times we need those kind of people. And so we were like, all right, screw it. Let's go. We got to the top and it was a panoramic view of, I mean, it's just beautiful. And wow. we would have never known if we didn't keep going. Yeah. So one, how important it, the transformation that you take women on is it to keep going and ne not be, be happy, but never be satisfied that that's all you can get. And secondly, uh, the view, you don't know what the view is going to be like and what it's going to actually feel like, not just on the outside appearance, but inside. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Can you speak to that? Absolutely. Um, we think that happiness and joy and freedom and confidence exist at this ethereal finish line in a pant size at a weight. And what I always say is that a billion dollar body is a state of being. It's a state of mind. You can actually, you can actually bridge both things, have a foot in both places of I am content and I love myself and I fully accept who and where I am. And also strive to nourish yourself, love yourself more deeply, exercise, be in gratitude attitude at the same time, not from a place of like fear based motivation and self hatred and all of that. Right. But a lot of us don't know that place. And so I teach them how to arrive there and to straddle that paradox. So I think that's amazing. And I love that. And that was why I named my company Elevate with Carrie, right? Because it's yeah, we rise it. together. Yeah. You know, it's funny. A lot of us are talking about elevating and rocket fuel getting to the outer space. And, you know, we want to go up. That's what we want to do. You know, we strive for that. And I love, I love bringing people with me. I write my goals down a lot. And 
I always write in there, bring my homies with me because I don't want to go on my journey that I'm going on by myself because it'll be lonely. Sure. Um, so I always say, we bring want to show them, we want to share the view with them too. Like, cause once yeah. we've seen that and tasted it, it's like, you guys got to see this. Yeah. yeah. I, I promise the peace is in the progress, right? Yep. The progress is in the peace. It's the same. It's one in the same. Yeah. I think when you work for something and you get rewards from it, you want to share that and you want to tell people about it. Now, if something's handed to you and you get it, it's, it's, you're more like, cause you didn't work for it, you know? So sure. yeah, I love that. Now, before I ask you the last question, uh, I just want to ask if there's anything you want to share with the audience, um, how to get in, you know, engage with you or if you have any products or what have you services. I do. I do. So actually, we uh, this is the first time I'm announcing this. Um, we only have mm, 15 spots left because we haven't even launched a landing page. But we rented a private island because I don't do mediocre. So we rented an island, and we're we're hosting a retreat there, a wellness holistic retreat in September. It's called Sanctuary. My uh, good friend and colleague, if you will, Lauren Zoller, who's an expert relationship coach, and I are hosting it. So it's, that's going to be amazing. Hold up. Hold up. Hold yeah, up. Yeah. <laughs> so like couples retreat? No. Like no. <laughs> Do you know I just watched that movie though, like three weeks ago? It's so funny. <laughs> and like with the yoga instructor too and the Speedo and all that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is so not, not that. Not like guys. that. Damn. <laughs> no. All right. Oh. And this is not like fire festival. Nope. Uh, you know, real food beyond the bread and cheese, apparently that they served at that. So but yeah. it's just for ladies. It's just for women. Okay. It's a holistic retreat. You know, it, the whole thing is going to be embedded in the idea of experiencing something very unique that you can only have there with us. It's going to be deep inner healing and fun island experiences, uh, healing food menu, and just lots of fun, like next level self identity. Yeah. Shifts. So that's awesome. cool. And then I have a group program called The Collective. So uh, that helps high-performance women stop performing with diets, right? Because you got the business thing figured out. Now it's time to figure out the body. The average woman diets for 17 years of her life. Like it's time to, to stop that, see results, and eat pizza. I love it. I love pizza. <laughs> yeah, <me laughs> awesome. How can they get a hold of you though? Is What's the best way? Yeah, Elevate with Carrie, K-E-R-I.com. Or at Elevate with Carrie, K-E-R-I, uh, on, on Instagram. All right, guys. Go engage with Carrie. Check it out. All you ladies that listen to my show, you wonderful ladies. We're not saying that you need a lot of work, but you all need some work because we all do. And uh, go go engage with Carrie. And by the way, uh, before again, before I ask the last question, what was it like when you started working with celebrities and who was the first? And like, how did that go through your mind? Like, wow, I mean, I'm actually – Growing up, see these kind of people on TV, <laughs> working with them because it it's was crazy. You know, like when I, it, it's just different, and you realize, well, they're just human beings. They're just they you know, are. Just oh, up. so sweet. Like I remember Jennifer Love Hewitt having a moment of humility with her, and like, wow, her humanness is just so beautiful, and she's just such a sweetheart. Uh, nearly fell off my spin bike when I was leading a class when Gerard Butler walked in. Uh, <laughs> I was like, okay, be cool, be cool. Just, just Gerard Butler. It's fine. Allison Sweeney. I mean you know, having conversations around like glasses of wine at night and being a mom and stuff like that. So, you know, they're humans, they're real people. And we're all it, it's just it's just cool. Um, But it definitely is kind of trippy and surreal. It always yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I do too. My, my wife is not like starstruck. But I, I like I grew up as a kid watching sports. And I used to go to sure. the ball games and the players would come over and give us a ball. And it was just so awesome to me. And I yeah. think through sports, that's where I get starstruck with everybody. I'm just like, you know, it's like a little kid still, you know? So I just thought I'd ask that your yeah. take on that. So the final question I always ask every guest, 
okay, is all about the rocket fuel concept, which I turned into a law because John Maxwell has leadership laws. I can create a rocket fuel law. And that law is to turn all setbacks, letdowns, disappointments, anything that would stop you or slow you down, storing it in your tank instead of your trunk where it would weigh you down and converted it into rocket fuel for your future to become unstoppable. What has that meant to you in your life and going forward with your vision? Yeah, every every lesson and every person that is providing us something maybe that's not so pleasant is actually a huge gift. And it's only ever pointing you towards your greatest potential because our perceived closed doors are just redirections. You can't fail. Yeah, I love it. Great answer. Great answer. By the way, I take these clips and this is what I use to promote the show. And that, that was a phenomenal answer, Carrie. I want to thank you from my heart to yours for coming on the show today, taking the time. Uh, I really appreciate it. And I look forward to helping you with anything I can ever help you with in the future. So thank you very much, Carrie. I appreciate you. Uh, you guys have been listening to the What Are You Made Of podcast with your boy, the unstoppable Mike C-Rock. And I will say that Carrie is unstoppable as well. Thank you so much for listening. Please go subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and go get that rocket fuel book, Become Unstoppable. Until next time, be unstoppable. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of What Are You Made Of? Be sure to check my website out at themikecrock.com, themikecrock with no K.com, and let us know how we can help you or your business reach its full potential. Feel free to leave a review or follow me on social media, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and YouTube at Mike C-Rock Scirocco. Again, thank you for joining me and see you guys on the next episode. I want to remind you that the Rocket Fuel book is available at my website, MikeCRock.com forward slash book. That's MikeCROC.com forward slash book. Go get yourself a copy. Thank you so much for your support and your listenership. It means the world to me.